This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Thank you so much, and welcome to the show. Rick Tittle with you. This is what it's all about, titillating sports. Never called it the Rick Tittle Show. I think that's just kind of unimaginative. I have been on shows where they go, and welcome back to the Rick Tittle Show. It's fine, but it's just like, eh, the guy's name. Titillating sports sounded a little bit more interesting. Now, what kind of titillation, sensation, elevation are we going to get, Tim Roy? Well, that's up to you. And that's why these are, uh, phone lines are here for you to participate. Number to call, as I said, we'll pay for the call. It's 1-800-878-PLAY. Once again, 1-800-878-7529. It'll get you in and it'll get you heard wherever you might happen to be listening. In this great land of ours and, uh, okay, foreign lands. Remember, we are on the American Forces Radio Network, and a big shout out to our brave men and women who keep us safe and allow us to do such frivolity. Talk about the World Series and about NFL and college football, all that good stuff coming along. So, plus the NBA draft coming up in November, it's so weird to have a draft in what should be the regular season. Sort of feel like we haven't had an NBA draft for about two and a half years. So we'll talk about that as well. But I said the lines are available, and I'll go which direction you would like in the sporting world. And that uh, toll-free telephone line is 1-800-878-PLAY. Play is 7529. 1-800-878-7529. We are on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. Those are all on your phone. And it's weird to say smartphone these days because doesn't everybody have one? I don't know. Maybe you've got a... uh, one of them burners from Walgreens, but still, you probably get it. Also, uh, CRN Digital Plus 2 is the cable radio network channel tune your cable provider. 35 million homes. We're wide open today. We do have sailing in the first hour, as we always do on a Tuesday with salesporttalk.com. But other than that, the lines are available. 1-800-878. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. With so many new pet owners, Kezia's Grooming can't keep up. Kezia's Grooming? Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. A genius, I tell you. Hey, welcome back to the show, and it's nice to have you with us. Whatever you're doing, drop it. But I'm driving. All right, well, don't don't drop that. Everything else, just drop it and uh, be a part of the equation. We would love to hear what you have to say. That's right. Coming up in the next segment, we will get uh, salesporttalk.com in for all you sailing aficionados. This is your one chance every week to have the nationally syndicated radio show all to yourself. 
and uh, that will be at uh, 9.25, and we'll take you the rest of the way with Karen Lyle, uh, as always, and uh, Christopher Kane, who uh, is in our studios, sitting in, uh, I don't know, can I even call it my chair anymore? I haven't sat in that thing since March, but anyway, we'll talk sailing uh, with them. Uh, last night, uh, yesterday, anyway, um, it was weird to have Monday afternoon football <laughs> and uh, then Monday night football. And the Chiefs beat the Bills 26 to 17. And the Bills, who started off 4 0, are now 4 2. And Josh Allen talked about how his uh, turnovers were hurting the team. That's the thing is, is that when you were. When you're four and two, and you uh, let's say maybe were zero oh and two, you're feeling fantastic. But if you were four and zero oh and you lost two in a row, it's almost like crisis talks. Oh my gosh, there are crises up and down the special teams and defense and offense. I think they're going to be okay. They barely lost well by nine at home to the Chiefs, and of course the Chiefs were smarting a little bit coming off that shocking defeat at Arrowhead to the Raiders. So they were going to a place that is uh, very tough. And that's why when you cannot play in the snow, it's a little bit better for you, especially when you have a high-power offense like Kansas City does. And the Raiders caught a break when they played at Arrowhead not in the snow. Uh, what was that, nine days ago? So the Chiefs kind of caught a little break up there by the Canadian border. I remember in the AFC Championship game for Super Bowl uh, 16 at Cincinnati, uh, the Chargers went in there and they lost to the Bengals in one of the coldest games in NFL history. And Dan Fouts complained, saying it's not fair. If we played this under sunny skies, we would win. And it made me laugh. I said, well, get the best record and you can host all the games that you would like. But anyway, the Chiefs won that one to improve to 5-1. and one. And then in Big D, how are they going to look without Dak Prescott? And the answer is not good. And so they we thought they would lean heavily on Ezekiel Elliott, who only had 12 touches for 49 yards. And the reason that is, is because at halftime it was 21 to 3. And you got to start throwing a little bit more. And then it becomes 28 to 3. And then you start the fourth quarter, and then you realize, you know what, we really can't run the ball at all <laughs> at this point outside of trying to keep that front seven honest. And in the end, 38-10, to 10, and this was a real showcase for Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray, I have, uh, from day one, been very uh, supportive of him. I know there were a couple A's fans that were upset by the fact that he did sign and then not come, and then go to the NFL, which meant that the A's did not get a compensatory pick. The A's basically, you could say, threw that pick away. But I like the fact that they were bold with it. And I remember, Kyler Murray, at the time he was drafted and signed, was a guy that had no chance to play in the National Football League. And you had uh, just had the guy win the Heisman and be the number one overall pick, and... So he was going to fill in Murray, and he's like, well, I'll, I'll try it now. I just want my one year. Remember, this was the Texas high school player of the year, despite being small in stature. He was one of the best high school quarterbacks ever in the state of Texas, which is really saying something. And it's like saying one of the best-looking models ever in Paris. We're like, huh, huh? That's my example. 
That's sexist. This is 2020. Anyway, so Murray, <clears throat> he got his chance, and he ended up being the number one overall pick. That's his dream sport. That's the sport that he always wanted to play. So all his dreams came true. Everything changed. What's he going to say? Mm, I made a commitment to Billy Bean. So I, 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 I. No. You're going to be the number one overall pick in the NFL and get that type of cash. Or you can be the highest paid Vermont Lake Monster, which is what it would have been. And then you would have been the highest paid Beloit Snapper the year after that. And then you'd get your big break, maybe at the end of your second year, the California League at Stockton. Now, I'm not trying to mock those things. I'm just trying to say they very much pale in comparison to being the number one overall pick in the NFL and playing your dream sport. And, oh, by the way, having a Heisman Trophy. So that's a little bit different. But you look at the Cowboys now at two and four. And I'm sure Jerry Jones is not liking that one bit. There was a uh, viral uh, picture that uh, went out. Coronavirus? Not that type of virus. But it was a, uh, a picture of a Cowboy fan who was at the game. And I guess sporadically you could. But he had his head in his hands and his girlfriend was trying to cheer him up by kissing him. Uh, and that went. And every, people made memes out of it. You know how these kids are. Memes are mean. Try that for a hashtag. But um, it, what it reminded me of, and maybe I can be a little bit more magnanimous in my elderly years. Am I elderly? But <laughs> the people who act like it's the end of the world when it's a regular season loss. And I'll never forget, <clears throat> this wasn't that long ago, maybe about five, six years ago, the Red Sox came to the Coliseum. And the Red Sox have the most, noxious fans uh, in baseball. If you think Yankee fans are worse, I completely disagree with you. The Red Sox fans are way worse than Yankee fans. But anyway, these guys come out of the woodwork. Oh, my grandfather's from Whitman, Mass. Like, okay, go Red Sox Nation. But anyway, this guy was on BART, and he, the A's had just spanked him. It was a, like 12-2 to two game. I was riding BART, and so he's sitting across from his girl wearing his Red Sox gear, and he is the most <clears throat> foul look on his face of all time in his Red Sox hat. And his girlfriend, really cute, he's wearing Red Sox gear. And like three times she like reached out to like put her hand on his knee and he kind of like pushed her hand away. And then she tried to hug him and he goes, don't hug me. And then she's like, well, whatever. She goes, he's like, don't talk to me right now. I thought, what in a complete ass. It's a, st it's a regular season game. And even if you lost game seven of the World Series, it's not your girlfriend's fault, all right? Be mad at management, at <laughs> the players, at the umpires, at the commissioner. Don't do that. So anyway, that was just a little reminder to me of this girl, like, kissing her boyfriend. It's going to be okay, honey. It's going to be okay. All right, but that does wrap up week six. And at this point in the season, when you get to week six, you can kind of look at the lay of the land. You've shaken out the quilt that's on the bed. You can see where the highs and the lows of it. And you have to ask yourself, are we in this or are we not in this? Now, in my predictions before the season, I said the Jets would be the worst team in the NFL. And I said they'd be the worst team by far. 
well, and I said, I'm not a soothsayer. I thought that was kind of obvious. They are the only team in the league without a win. I'm not surprised. But then again, as we were talking about yesterday with the 49ers, the 49ers are 3-3. Three and three, and They are in last place in their division. They would be in first place if they were in the NFC East. Uh, and they'd be in second if they were in the AFC East, or I should say the NFC and the AFC least. So we'll, we can take we'll take a little deeper dive into that as uh, as we go through. But uh, yeah, a couple of games yesterday in the NFL. When we come back, salesporttalk.com, as we always do in the first hour on Tuesdays. If you love sailing, gonna love this. So come on back. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free 
guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Oh, the dulcet tones of Christopher Cross, and we're going to have some Christopher Kane talking to Christopher Culver, maybe about Christopher Columbus. Welcome back to the Chris Christopherson Hour. It is salesporttalk.com. Karen Lyle, my co-host, as always. How you doing, kiddo? Well, you know, I'm wondering if you and I should change our name to Christopher. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> just, just, just to add to the confusion, right? <laughs> That is my brother's name, so it was close. Yes, Christopher Kane in studio on Twitch. Uh, Chris, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing well, but but I, I don't understand how you can have a conversation about Red Sox fans versus Yankee fans and not bring up Philadelphia fans. Well, Philadelphia Phillies fans aren't as bad, but yes, the old booing right. of Santa Claus. So, so they allowed fans into the Eagles game, and they were they had them like ten rows apart. Still got into a fight. <laughs> well, baseball-wise, because the A's aren't in the American League, I was kind of thinking about those Sox and Yankee fans that come to the Coliseum. Very rare to get the interleague Phillies in. But, Christopher, I understand we're about to hear an interview that you did do with the New York Yacht Club Commodore. Is that not right? That is correct. With Karen as well, yes. And uh, he had some great insights about uh, – the America's Cup, which is going to lead us into some fabulous conversations about things that are going down this week. All right. Without further ado, let's listen to Karen and Christopher speak with Christopher Culver. This is Karen Lyle here with Christopher Kane, and this is a cup of cane with scotch. We are talking about America's Cup, and we have the Commodore of the New York Yacht Club on the line, Christopher Culver. Welcome. Thank you, Karen. It's great to be with you. An exciting week in the America's Cup world. All four syndicates are finally back down in New Zealand. We have some of the boats coming down, the second boats, and it seems like we're going to start seeing some real sailing between the syndicates. But I'm going to kind of flash back to Newport and and the New York Yacht Club days. I kind of miss the old days where you used to dismiss defenders. (laughs) Yeah, well, I I think there are are a lot of people that that may say that, but... uh, you know, I'll tell you, what we have going on now in this cup and our focus uh, to, uh, to go to New Zealand, to be competitive, to get down there and try to win the cup and bring it back to the New York Yacht Club, it's an exciting time. And when you think about what we've all gone through during this year, uh, you know, as, as we try to layer America's Cup into this pandemic environment and make that work in as safe environment as we possibly can. It's an exciting time to be at the New York Yacht Club and part of this challenge. And what's great about it this year, too, is, you know, to your point, we we as a country have something to root for, is, is if you can tell our listeners a little bit quickly just how the nationality rules have changed. So, you know, we're actually rooting for Americans this time. Well, that's, you know, one of the, as we think about, you know, the some of the finest America's Cup, you know, and I, I think back 
you know, prior to, uh, well, prior to 1983 and the all-amateur teams and the national teams, that's a special moment in time over the, those decades, multiple decades, when you're rooting for your home country. That's something that, you know, we'd like to see going forward uh, to foster that growth and nationality, get more challengers from different yacht clubs uh, in, in different countries to participate. And that's a that's going to be a real focus as we go forward. We now have a new design on the water for American Magic Team. I bet you would love to be in New Zealand right now and see that. Oh, I, I you know, I, I was fortunate enough, I, we were able to see it uh, during the build process uh, in uh, Bristol, Rhode Island, where, where it was built. And uh, so, you know, once it was completed before it was flown to Auckland, but you know we're we're very proud of boat one and uh, and the progress we've made and and uh, what's been done to boat two at Patriot Defiant was terrific you know and uh, we built the mule first we built Defiant and now we're on boat two which is Patriot and uh, we're excited to have it in New Zealand the team is thrilled to be there they're excited to get Patriot uh, sailing and uh, it's going to be a, a terrific terrific event. And I do want to ask about that because I know Defiant was just, you know, declassified. And it's sort of a weird twist this year. The syndicates cannot have multiple boats on the water at the same time. So Defiant has right. to be retired. Patriot takes over. How do you mm-hmm. go around bringing Patriot up to race speed when she doesn't have a sparring partner? Well, a lot obviously is done in in, uh, in modeling, but there's nothing like, of course, to be on the water. Uh, it's this year, especially in the COVID environment, it was a shame that we were not able to line up in Cagliari or, or Portsmouth. Uh, everybody was looking forward to lining up. But, you know, we, you sail uh, the cards you're dealt. And, uh, you know, the team, all the teams are looking forward to, to getting on the water um, you know, it's it's going to be uh, an exciting time to see them uh, see the challengers line up certainly in in December for the Christmas Cup, and then we launch the Prada Cup in January. So that's going to be an exciting time for all. And the Christmas Cup is going to be interesting because that'll be the first time we actually see these boats at, at war with each other. And as the second boats are are coming off the uh, the Antonov Russian airplane and are getting unwrapped, are, are there obviously there's a lot of d- I wouldn't say a lot, but there's definitely design differences since this is the first time we've ever seen these boats in the water. Are there things you're seeing in other boats that are surprising or curious or uh, making you wonder what they were thinking? Um, I I know especially the noses of these boats are are pretty different. Well, I I, I guess I'd answer that by saying, you know, if if you're not always curious, uh, you know, you're not looking over your shoulder enough sometimes, but (laughs) Yeah, we all want to know who you know who's done it right, who you know who gained an advantage. I think that uh, you know you're left with some creative design enough to to you know, certainly go your own way and take advantage of areas in the boat and, and in the design that you're able to take advantage of. And uh, it's very interesting to see you know boat one and, and the progression to boat two for for a lot of the teams, obviously. Well, thank you so much, Commodore Culver, for coming and talking to us about America's Cup. We certainly hope that you have the opportunity to realize your dream of taking that cup back. 
Well, thanks, Karen and Christopher. It's, uh, we're so grateful to be in New Zealand, in Auckland, challenging for this. We certainly are the underdogs against the, you know, the New Zealand team. They, but they've been gracious hosts. We look forward to competing there and, and seeing everybody that we can see in New Zealand when we're able. Well, thank you so much. This is Karen Lyle and Christopher King, Salesforce Talk. Thank you, Colin. Right. We really appreciate thanks, it. Karen. Thanks, Christopher. All right, so there it is, and it leads the question, as I was listening to that, Christopher, when he said, obviously we are underdogs, is that merely because they are challenging the champions or because of some other technical or tactical issue? Well, I think you have, uh, this is a brand new syndicate, right? So they haven't raced in the last couple, uh, America's Cup, and you've got continuing syndicates in the New Zealand the Italian and, and the British syndicate as well, which is if you look at the challengers, you probably would would pick as the top dog right now. Um, so I think that's what he's talking is, is they're having to start a new syndicate, start it from, from zero without, you know, team left over, shore technicians left over, engineers, sail designers from before. Um, he, I mean, he, he's sort of right. Um, but let's be honest that the New York Yacht Club does not get into things to lose. So it, it, it's it, what was fascinating to me listening to that, it, and for our listeners, that was done a, a, about three weeks ago. And what's fascinating now was part of that conversation was the design differences on the Gen 1 boats. And since we have spoken with him, the Gen 2 boats have been splashed in. Oh, my God, there is definitely some differences of opinion on what these boats should look like and how they should be built. You know, Christopher, I, I think also another factor um, in the question that, that Rick asked is that we have only people of the same nation on the team, and that wasn't the case before. Absolutely, although, you know, to, to toot our collective horn, I don't think that's going to be a problem. Um, <laughs> so, but, but the design point is really fascinating, and I'll just uh, quickly mention for our listeners – um, thanks to our friends at the America's Cup, we have some pretty cool, unique photos that are available right now. If you go to Karen's site at salesporttalk.com and click on the program link for today, you will see a link to an album. And we have photos of all the new boats, uh, including a very cool video on sort of how these new foiling boats fly. And I think the big shocker, Rick, this week was the British boat, which – looked completely different than their first-gen boat and has a design feature that no one has seen on these boats yet, which is almost uh, almost a mini keel running the length of the boat. And everyone is wondering, you've, you've, as we mentioned on previous shows with you, Rick, um, you know, th these boats are, are really more airplanes now than they are boats. So everyone's trying to make them as aerodynamic, as clean, uh, most of the design differences we're seeing from the first gen to second gen are in the nose, which you would expect because that's where the aerodynamics start. But the British have really gone off on a flyer. And it kind of makes you wonder, is is someone going to be re really right and someone going to be really wrong on this? Because they have definitely, uh, pardon the pun, tacked away from the rest of the fleet on this. And it, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, I like going off on a flyer, a little double entendre there, trying to get the <laughs> ships airborne off the surface of the water. What we're going to do now is we're going to take a little break, and if people would like to call in on the Piano Finders telephone line, that is 800-878-PLAY. More about the America's Cup with Karen Lyle and Christopher Kane. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violent. 
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. Let me share with you a conversation with Wendy Tuck, who was the first female skipper to win the Clipper Around the World race. You will remember Wendy as captain of the Maiden last year. I interviewed her on the boat while it was underway in the San Francisco Bay. It is great to hear what Wendy is doing now in Australia during the pandemic. Tell me about this race. Yeah, we've we've just tried to try and find some sponsorship and some funding. So uh, we're planning on doing the Sydney Hobart race, which I've done 13 already. But this year is the first time they're going to have a two-handed division, so just two people sailing on the boat. So I've signed up with a friend of mine. His dad's letting us use his boat, but we've just got to – it's never been sailed offshore before, so we've got to spend a fair bit of money getting the boat ready to go, you know, tackle one of the hardest races there is on the planet. So, (laughs) But, you know, that's what we're working on at the moment. So we're pretty excited. Have you done much double-handing yet? Um, I've done lots of two-handed deliveries, so, you know, taking boats from A to B with just two people, but not racing. So it's going to be new for both of us to race two-handed, which is exciting. So my partner in crime, he's an old friend of mine. He's been a friend of mine for 20 years, and we're just, you know, just a flippant conversation saying, hey, I'd love to do it in a two-hand. And he's like, yeah, me too. And then Dad said, well, use my boat. So so it's going to be new for both of us. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it often starts, isn't it? <laughs> And, and it and certainly was, is. And oftentimes after a few drinks, too. <laughs> yeah, I think there might have been a few wines after it was after racing on a Sunday here. So there was probably already a few beers and wines, I think. <laughs> it's always a way. Good have plans never saying, come over a salad, do they? <laughs> what is the name of your friend that you're going to be doing the double hand sailing with? His name's Campbell, Campbell Jeeves. What is it that you look for in a partner for sailing for the Sydney to Yeah. Um, knowing and trusting the person, him and I have done a lot of sailing together in the past because we've known each other for a long time. So knowing that when I'm asleep, he's not going to, you know, do anything silly or crazy. Um, and he trusts me and that's very important from him as well. And we get on, we get on really well. You know, we're going to be spending a lot of time, just the two of us together. So we do get on very well and we have the same sort of personality and sense of humor, which makes a big difference. So um, and he's a really good sailor, so and he's younger than me, so he can run around doing all the hard work on the boat. So yeah, so I think I think we'll be a good match because we do have that friendship as a base to start off with. So I think that'll make it a lot easier. That's huge. Do you have a website or anything that you've set yeah, up? Yeah, we've we're still working on it, but we do have a website up. It's uh, it's just wendytuck.com.au. Um, so that's how you can get in contact us through there. We've already got one sponsor for our clothing, so we're going to look good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're just still building the website. It's up and running, and you can contact me through that. And we've also got Wendy Tuck Ocean Racing uh, Instagram, where we'll be starting to post stuff up when we go sailing now. So it's all going to start ramping up in the next few weeks quite big. <laughs> All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to Titillating Sports with your humble host, yours truly, Rook Tittle. And uh, we have another segment of SalesportTalk.com with my co-host, Karen Lyle, and our friend, Christopher Kane, who is in studio in San Francisco. And once again, Piano Finders, uh, call in line 1-800-878-PLAY, that's 7529. Christopher, I always wondered when I think about, you know, you're an experienced sailor and, and I'm not. If they threw you onto one of these America's uh, boats and they gave you a job, would you be able, 
to do that or would it be like trying to hit big league pitching? It's like way over your head. What is that talent level and the discipline like? Yeah, it, the, the talent level is, is pretty dramatically different. Um, and it's not just uh, the fact that these are you know world-class sailors and by no means do I consider myself that. But also they're sailing on a fundamentally different type of boat. So so Karen and I, you know, grew up and, and sail in the old traditional monohulls. And it's not just that they're dramatically better. They're, they're doing a type of sailing that we're not familiar with. It, it's almost if you uh, – well, remember how well it went when Michael Jordan went from one sport to another. And that's sort of the same thing. You could be an incredible monohull sailor, get on one of these AC-75s and have no idea how to optimize that boat. Um, they really are dramatically different. And uh, and that's what's impressive. You have some of these these sailors who have been in several America's Cup races, and at this point, uh, are racing on their third different class of boat in three consecutive America's Cups. And to be that nimble and be able to just step onto any kind of boat and make it fast, it's is pretty rare. I remember having this conversation with Jimmy Spittle here in San Francisco, who was the, the skipper for the Oracle boat in San Francisco, and and you know some. Some sailors just have that ability to just step onto any boat and instantly make it faster. And, you know, I, I don't think you can be taught that. You either have it or you don't. Um, and, and that's why, you know, a lot of times people are wondering, why are we seeing Dean Barker again when he lost in San Francisco? You know, why are we seeing the same sailors over and over again? It's a pretty rare breed that, that can be flexible enough to get onto any kind of boat and instantly make it fast. It's really about the team and the design, I, you can't really sail one of these boats just as one person. It's just, it's, um, it takes a whole team to know it. Um, I really love the video that we posted on um, the SailsportTalk.com website where you go to the link and see the QRC code. It had describes how the AC-75 boats, boats fly on the water, and they're really more like airplanes than a sailboat, it seems. I mean, the foils have flaps coming off of them in order to change the lift, and the rudder has a flap that changes the pitch. I mean, these boats are really complicated. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, it, it's funny. You're right. I, I think the designers are, are faced with a really unique challenge, which is how do you make a boat, a, a vessel that travels through two types of environment? You have, you, have a, you have to take into account the fluid dynamics of the foils in the water as well as the aerodynamics of the boat in the air. It, it's a very... Uh, complex calculus that they're having to do, and I, and I think that's why maybe in these Gen Two boats you're seeing some some pretty significant differences of opinion. Is is people are really starting to crunch the numbers in both environments and and are trying to figure out how you fit these two things together uh, to make the fastest AC seventy five. And, and again, just so our listeners know, Karen uh, is referring to SailSportTalk.com. If you go there and click on the link to the album. Uh, we've got some latest photos from our friends at the America's Cup, and you'll you'll see the differences in these boats, and and it's starting to become pretty dramatic. Uh, the one boat we don't have is the Italian boat, which just splashed uh, yesterday, and uh, and 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 I will admit they have me a little concerned uh, because the boat is not that much different than the Gen One boat, and their explanation was we feel like we kind of nailed it. Uh, on the Gen One boat, and as we've been saying during this whole show, these these are brand new boats that no one has designed before, that have no background, and I find it uh, concerning uh, that the Italian syndicate feels like they nailed it on the first boat coming out of the gate. 
Christopher, what would you say are some of the challenges of covering this on television and some of the improvements they've made over the years? And then maybe if you have a suggestion about like how you would do it if you were going to produce the television coverage. Yeah, the the, the coverage has gotten really good. And I think, you know, Stan Huddy, who, who built most of what we use now for sailing on broadcast, the the, the metrics and and the virtual lines on the, on the course uh, were created by Stan Honey for the, the San Francisco America's Cup, and I think those have made it dramatically easier. But you know, it, it, it's there's two problems with sailing as a viewable sport. One, uh, the boats are almost never pointed at where they're going, and that that can be difficult for people to understand when you see a a, a uh, a race car driving down, you know, the back stretch of Daytona. It's pretty obvious which which car is in first place and which car is in second. Uh, sailboats will diverge. They sail at an angle to the wind, so they're pointing directly at the turning mark, and that can be a little difficult to understand. Um, the other thing is, is is it's hard to understand that sometimes the boats are sailing more against each other than they are against the course. So uh, starts are very interesting for people because there are times during the start, which for sailing, uh, the start actually starts before the start, uh, just to make it more complicated for people who don't understand sailing. And at times during the pre-start, you'll actually see the boat sailing away from the starting line because they're more busy trying to set up the other boat than they are where the line is at that point in time. So once you sort of spatially understand what's going on in sailing, it's... uh, it's very engaging and very intriguing, and, and there are moments of just complete terror and concern when the boats are crossing and they're coming close to each other. And which boat's going to be in front? Not sure. Is someone going to have to turn at the last second to avoid a collision? Um, and then what I've always loved about sailing is is sailing is the only sport in the world where the playing field is constantly changing. You can sail upwind in San Francisco Bay turn around, come back down, and the next time you go upwind on the same course, the wind has changed. The tides have changed. It's never the same course twice. And that that's a hard thing to project to a television audience, how the the water and the wind are changing in real time and how that affects the other boats. And and to your question, Rick, if there's anything I would add, I think, I think they've done a pretty good job in the last couple of America's Cup kind of nailing understanding where the boats are on the course, where they're supposed to be going, and how they relate to each other. They've, they've done a pretty good job figuring that out. I think the missing piece for me is to explain how Mother Nature is screwing around with things at the same time. You know, also the teams um, are are more mysterious to each other as well as, you know, than they are in, say, the CLGP, where all of the statistics are shared across all the teams and the boat designs are all the same. So there's more of a, uh, a mystery to be unraveled, a, um, a sleuth game, as it were, to find out what the competition is doing to really understand how not only to sail this complex vessel, but how to sail against the other teams. Um, you know, do you think that's, that's something that creates more excitement than everybody knowing what's happening? How do you feel about that, Christopher? Well, I mean, there's two ways to look at it. I mean, first off, the CLGP is a one design class, so everybody has the same boat. So you have a baseline there that makes that sharing of data a lot more easy and accessible. With the America's Cup, where the design of your boat is you know, practically a state secret, 
um, that's a lot harder to do. Um, but on the other hand, I think there's a downside to that, which is we've seen America's Cups where the weird way the America's Cup is set up is the defender, in this case New Zealand, is already in the finals. And all the other syndicates, all the other teams are defenders, are, are challengers. So they have to all fight amongst each other. Uh, it'd be as if um, the NFL season starts and Kansas City is already in the Super Bowl because they won last year. So you never actually get to see a challenger racing a defender until the actual America's Cup. That's the first time those two boats are going to war on the same patch of water against each other. And, and the downside to all this mystery is sometimes you wind up with America's Cups where the two boats are really not equal, where one boat is dramatically better. But you never really find out about that until the main event. And then it kind of becomes a bit of a disappointment because one boat just steamrolls the other one. Um, so, I mean, that's the downside to, you know, keeping all this data. It makes it more intriguing, but there is the possibility of, of kind of a disappointing final America's Cup. And how you mentioned about the, the fact that boats, as they're tacking, can cross in, in front of each other. How often do we have um, a collision? And are there, you know, like uh, safety people that are peripheral if people go on the drink or they try to keep that free and clear of any other craft? Well, yeah, they they do clear out the box, which is what the, the race course and the boundaries are called. So in San Francisco, because, of course, we're a very active waterfront, uh, it, it was kind of like Brigadoon. They would they would build the course every morning, sail the America's Cup, and literally take down the course every night. And the next morning, they would build it up again. So, yes, there is a box where uh, civilian boat traffic is blocked out. Um, sailors do go overboard. And, you know, their teams have to go fish them out. In terms of safety and collisions, you know, there are rules in sailing about which boat has the right of way. But there's also rules um, that are even if you have the right of way, there's an expectation of safety. That if you have the right of way but you kind of force a collision to make that right of way be enforced, that actually can be penalized against you. Uh, so you can't you can't force the issue that way. You can't intentionally cause a collision for the sake of causing a collision to trigger a penalty. Um, now, if it happens because in the pre-starts are where you tend to get the most boat contact because the boats are depowered. They're trying to basically box the other boat away from the start line before the, the clock goes off. Um, so they're very depowered. They're not going very quickly, and they can drift into each other or hit each other very easily. So you'll see the most collisions happening in the pre-start, but the boats aren't moving very quickly. So you won't see a whole lot of damage. At speed, you will never see these boats actually hit each other because, frankly, the boats can't afford it. All right, we need to wrap it up. And uh, Karen, once again, more information about uh, the QR code and all that? It's going to be on salesporttalk.com. And then there is a QRC code that you'll see. Just click on that and you'll go straight to the photographs and a really awesome video that describes the foiling mechanism um, and how the the boat is like a plane. And Christopher, any last words from you, my friend? Oh, I can't wait to see in December what happens with this British boat. <laughs> I'm just really curious. <laughs> All right, we'll see if it's a, uh, a another Titanic or not. You guys, uh, Karen Lyle, Christopher Kane, thanks for your time. Great. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. All right. And remember, Thanks, to Rick. We'll see you Talk. next week. Yes, salesporttalk.com. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Lines are open at 1-800-878-PLAY.
If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Very intoxicating. 
anyway, that's our um, couple segments of uh, sailing from salesbartalk.com. We do that once a week, Tuesdays in the first hour. And <clears throat> I always say that, you know, I try to stay open-minded with all sports because when I was a little kid and I was not exposed to soccer, I didn't know too much about it. And now for me, when it's my team, it's by far the most exciting sport. It's way more exciting than baseball, basketball, hockey, or, or, or any of that stuff, football. It's just so exciting. And so it, I remember Ralph Barbieri, the former San Francisco you know, number one sports talk guy who recently passed away. He was on uh, the air and he said, you know, because I'm Italian, I feel like I should be, you know, more into the World Cup and Italy. And he goes, I've tried. And it's just a bunch of guys standing around on a soccer field and one guy has the ball and then the other team loses possession and then the other goes, I just can't get into it. Ugh. That's fair enough. I'm never going to try to be an evangelist. If you don't like soccer, you don't like soccer. But once you get it, that's the thing. It's just like a language of here, boo, boo, boo. And you're like, oh, what the hell kind of language is that? But then you learn it and you're like, oh, I know exactly what they're saying. And so I kind of <clears throat> tried to get that way with golf once and I went to a tournament and the guy was like, and Tiger Woods was there, and he was, they go, oh my gosh, he's pulling out his driver. He was in the middle of the fairway, and everyone's like, he's using his driver, and they're all getting excited. And I go, oh, I guess this is what the excitement's about. And then he hit it like 50 yards past the, the flank. <laughs> he shouldn't have got his driver out. So I don't, I don't get golf yet. And I don't, um, while I don't get sailing as a race, I do think sailing is fantastic. And I love the tales of explorers and all that. But to me, I don't know how you can use just the wind to pull a boat into port. At some point, don't you need an inboard motor or some oars? <laughs> so it's fascinating to me. And as I said, over the um, years with this segment now, I'm, I'm trying to get more and more acclimated. It's, uh, it's like when I interview NASCAR drivers. You know, they're good guys, and I try to get more and more acclimated and you know, it's just there's enough room in your heart for all sports. You can like Ford and Chevy. You can like PlayStation and Xbox. I'm here for you. And we got another couple hours, so come on back on Byline. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The Senate will return in session despite an effort from the minority leader to adjourn until after the election. Republicans shot down Chuck Schumer's request to stop work until November 9th. That would have pushed Amy Coney Barrett's Supreme Court confirmation until after the presidential contest. Expected on the Senate floor today, Senate Majority Leader from Kentucky Mitch McConnell reintroducing a skinny stimulus package. A half a trillion dollars of good that Congress can do right now through programs that Democrats 
do not even say they oppose. Democrats have already voted down a similar package earlier this year, and for the sixth consecutive year, Chicago has topped the list of the rattiest cities in the United States, according to Orkin. You're listening to USA Radio News. This is sponsored by Amazon. Shoppers, no need to wait until Black Friday or Cyber Monday this year to score incredible holiday savings. Head to Amazon to find all of this year's hottest gifts and holiday needs and save big with new deals dropping daily. Starting right now with Amazon's Holiday Dash Deals event. You'll find great deals on must-have holiday gifts, including toys, electronics, fashion, home, and kitchen items and more. Plus, with Amazon's biggest ever selection of gift guides available earlier than ever before, you'll find even more gift ideas for everyone in your life at any budget. Elizabeth Gordon, Amazon, says... We're making it easy for all Amazon customers to get their holiday shopping done early this year and still save big. Don't risk the rush. Shop epic deals now and beat the holiday bustle. Need some more inspiration? You can easily ask Alexa. Just say, Alexa, give me gift ideas under $50 or Alexa, give me holiday gift ideas. Now get your gift lists ready and visit Amazon.com slash holiday dash for more information. The Republican-led Senate Judiciary Committee on Monday postponed plans to vote on subpoenas to compel the CEOs of Twitter and Facebook to testify on allegations of anti-conservative bias after some panel Republicans expressed reservation about the maneuver. Republicans on the committee say they do still want to hear testimony from both Dorsey and Zuckerberg. President Trump spending his Monday in the battleground state of Arizona. The president won Arizona in 2016, but is currently trailing former Vice President Joe Biden in the state by about three percentage points. As far as if President Trump will hold on to Arizona and carry it again in 2020, these voters telling Fox News. I, I just like what's happened with the country in the last four years. I think that he's gotten a bum rap in the press. I think that our president now is not doing his best job at taking one responsibility for the things that he says. You're listening to USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here's some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. The Trump campaign has long rejected national polls showing former Vice President Joe Biden ahead of the president by double digits. But now the Biden campaign is agreeing. During a grassroots summit, Biden campaign manager Jen O'Malley Dillon saying, please take the fact we are not ahead by double digits. These are inflated national public polling numbers. Biden surrogate, Democratic Senator from Delaware, Chris Coons, agrees. We shouldn't take anything for granted in these last few weeks, uh, and it is still possible for President Trump to win re-election. Coons speaking there on CNN. The beautiful drink for beautiful people will be no more. Coca-Cola has announced it'll discontinue its original diet soda, Tab, by the end of 2020. Many food and beverage companies are cutting back on products during the pandemic to make operations more efficient. However, Coke says its beverage overhaul was underway before COVID. The pandemic just prompted the company to fast track. Tab was first introduced back in 1963 and paved the way for Diet Coke and Coke Zero Sugar. Tab's popularity screeched to an almost halt when Diet Coke came on the scene in 1980 
too. But the company kept the brand alive for devotees or those that won't fix what ain't broke. For USA Radio News, I'm Val Dior. The Rays and Dodgers open the World Series tonight. First pitch in Arlington, Texas, set for just after 8 o'clock Eastern Time. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. What is going on with you? Oh, it's a wide open last two hours. No guests are scheduled, so feel free to come in and vent. Rick, how come? Blah, 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 blah. I put out a uh, tweet when the uh, Astros finally lost. Getting kind of uh, touchy there, <laughs> whether they were going to actually lose or not. But it said... There's <clears throat> a picture of Carlos um, Correa putting his hand to his ear, and, it's, uh, and I just wrote, can you hear America cheering? It's because I was sick of him and the Astros and the whole scandal. And it, let's see, 325 likes, so it, it did resonate with baseball fans of every other team. But one guy wrote me and he said, uh, with this type of homerism, I guess you'll be able to keep job like remember one time i saw mariah carey someone asked her about like her critics and she said i can't see them and i can't hear them i thought it's kind of cool i'm like does this guy actually think i'm going to engage him now he thinks that he's he says i guess you can keep your job with this type of homerism i don't think people really know what being a homer is sometimes being a homer to me is just being a blind apologist that your team can do nothing wrong and everyone on your team should be in the all-star game. And don't ever criticize my team. And that guy's the best and he's going to come through and don't boo him because, yeah, I just, there's some real, this is why I'm a pretty private person. There are so many weirdos out there and I will never respond. <laughs> like whatever I see... There's, there was some sort of study done that people who are like trolls, they're miserable people in their real lives. 
when someone's like, screw you, blah, blah, blah. and then you look and there's like 15 of people following them. So then if I respond to him, now all 5,000, whatever, now they see me engaged. That's exactly what these people want. This type of homerism. <laughs> I'm Ray Kittle, come on back. Superstart Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. That means you can get up to a $25 gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of your Superstart Battery. Return power, performance, and reliability to your car, truck, motorcycle, and more with Superstart Batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now. And tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. What's hot for business this week at Staples? Small prices, big savings. Help your business go big with amazing prices on everything you need to pack and ship. Right now at Staples, save 20% on UPS expedited shipping services. Plus, save up to 30% on select shipping supplies. Shop in-store or get same-day delivery through Instacart and save big at Staples. Ends 1031. While supplies last, in-store only. See store for details. Instacart fees, taxes, and or tips may apply. Delivery subject to availability. Additional terms apply. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out, yo. What's going on in your sporting world? 
This is what we're all trying to figure out. 1-800-878-PLAY. saw an article today that um, Billy Owens is up for the Angels general manager's job. No, not the Syracuse basketball player, but the former Arizona uh, Wildcat baseball player. And um, if you read Moneyball, or you might remember how Michael Lewis described Billy Owens, he said uh, he's what you would get if you hammered Shaquille O'Neal with a pile driver until he stood six foot two. And <clears throat> which is a completely physical way of describing someone, which is either nice or not nice. But this guy is a baseball lifer, minor league player, coach, scout. And he's also considered to be one of the favorites for the Mets job, but the Mets job isn't available yet. <laughs> so that's just some New Yorkers uh, talking there. But I remember Billy Owens as a college player because my friend Mike played for Cal. He's an outfielder who got drafted by the Brewers, um, never got above high A, as most you know would. But And I remember they had this big, huge first baseman um, named Billy Owens, and I remembered it because that was the name of the same guy who was on the Warriors. So it was very easy for me to remember the name Billy Owens. But... There are other guys out there that whose names are going around, and these are names that you kind of hear and you're like, who? It's like the first time you hear Jose Mourinho with Porto or Andre Villas-Boas or Arsene Wenger or Sven Joran Eriksson. They don't mean anything. <clears throat> those names might not mean anything to you, but those are huge soccer names. But at one point, I'm like, who are these guys? So if you look around the league... A lot of teams have guys like Billy Owens. Now, the other thing about Billy Owens is good, too, is that Billy Owens is also African-American. And you might say, well, Rick, there's no affirmative action. No, there's not. But there aren't enough people of color who have baseball jobs. And if you hire Billy Owens, you're not hiring him because he's black. Um, now, some people might make a hire because of the optics and might say, you're both qualified, but it will look more progressive. There's something to that. You know, it's like all these industries that say, hey, BLM, do they really believe it? No, it's mostly a bottom line thing. It's really bottom line matters to them. That's what their BLM really means. Don't quote me on that, even though I just made it up. But, you know, people like to pretend they're involved. But it doesn't hurt nowadays. And this is why I think Billy Owens, first of all, he's, Supposedly, from everything we hear, very, very qualified. But there are other guys out there, um, and some names that are, will be unfamiliar to most of us now that are supposed to be rising up. One of them is a guy named Dana Brown with the Braves, who runs their scouting department, and a former minor leaguer uh, as well. But he is the guy who ran the draft for the Nationals and the Blue Jays before the Braves, and he has drafted seven All-Stars. So he's regarded as a very keen eye for talent. Randy Flores is the director of scouting and assistant GM with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. And you might remember Flores from his time in the majors as he bounced around as kind of a lefty specialist out of the uh, bullpen for about uh, eight years. But he was also a coach. He was a broadcaster as well. 
And then he went and he founded this really heavy video and, and data scouting service that was a precursor to Synergy. So supposed to be a very good evaluator of talent. Dan Kantrovitz is director of scouting of the Cubs. And that's a name that I know because he used to work for the A's. And he used to work for the Cardinals uh, as well. But this is a guy a lot of people like because he went to Brown. So here's another Ivy Leaguer like David Forrest and others. And he was a former uh, draft pick, a 25th round draft pick of the St. Louis Cardinals. I think our kid from Byline was 28th round. But anyway, a shoulder injury ruined things for him. So he went straight into the front office. And then um, a couple other guys here, and you might say, where are the girls? Well, that's a fair question. But Jared Porter is the assistant GM with the Diamondbacks. And there are a couple guys with the Diamondbacks down there. But he worked with uh, the Red Sox. That's where he met Mike Hazen, who took him over to Arizona. He worked for the Cubs. He has four World Series rings as part of the front office. He's held numerous roles in scouting and uh, development departments. And he also was a history major. I just throw that in because I like history majors because I was one for a while. Um, Dave Fleming, who is the Giants play-by-play guy, one of them, he was a Greek history major. How about that from Stanford? Uh, Pete Putila is the assistant GM with the Astros and um, there are a lot of reasons why people want to avoid the Astros, but Putila is a guy apparently who's getting some exceptions. He was an intern nine years ago, and he has spent all his time on the player development and scouting side. But do people disassociate themselves from him? And we'll talk about Jeff Luno on the other side. Um, I don't think so. Steve Sanders, assistant GM with the Pirates, when Ben Charrington first got to Pittsburgh, he was, Sanders was his first hire, even though um, he was in his early 30s because he was the point man on a lot of drafts with the Blue Jays. And um, the move made sense because Charrington and Sanders had shared front offices, um, not only with Toronto, but uh, Boston. So he's on a trajectory right now. And then the other guy from the Diamondbacks is Emil Sadoe. And Sadoe is getting a lot of buzz. And he originally worked with Hazen during their time in Boston. He's done a lot of hefty lifting on the scouting side and has three uh, World Series rings uh, to their names. Um, other guys out there, and sometimes you just think, well, assistant GM, let's just hire him. It's not always the case, like with Dayton Moore in Atlanta, take him to Kansas City, and now he's got the job, he'll get it done. But Matt Arnold is assistant GM with the Brewers, gets a lot of love. Bobby Heck, special assistant to the GM with Tampa Bay, the director of pro scouting with Tampa Bay, Kevin Ibach, that would be a guy I'd be looking at just from the talent that they've had. Jason McLeod, senior vice president of player personnel with the Cubs. Kim Ng. Kim Ng, remember there was a time when she was going to be the Dodgers general manager? Well, she's a senior vice president with Major League Baseball in New York, but I'm sure she wouldn't mind being the first female GM. 
Um, David Oppenheimer is the director of scouting for the Yankees. And then one more guy, Pete Woodfork, who's a senior vice president with MLB in Manhattan as well. So none of these names are big names, uh, but these could be the guys. Now, a lot of times you have to say, well, you know, you worked under, um, you know, Brian Sabian. Well, first, you know, I look at um, like Bobby Evans, who was the Giants GM. He worked under Bob Quinn and Brian Sabian, and then he worked under Brian Sabian. And then he came in and they're like, yeah, no, not you. You know, did he get time to really turn things around? Not really, but it's pro sports. You know, what have you done for me lately? So you have to kind of figure out, is this guy the guy or did he just ride along with everyone else? And I'm not trying to say Bobby Evans was that way, but, you know, it's like, oh, you were the assistant GM under Luno, who was fantastic with the Cardinals running their scouting department and then got the Houston job. Are you real or are you not? All right, we'll figure it out if your team needs a GM. I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break and come on back. The lines are open. 1-800-878-PLAY. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877 877- Three six zero zero four zero two. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend 
told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. Jeez Louise is so aggro, y'all. How come you're so aggro? Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. What's going on in sports with you? I mentioned uh, Jeff Luno, and you might remember he was suspended by Major League Baseball for his role in the sign-stealing scandal. And um, he uh, he chimed in again <laughs> today. And uh, uh, what was he chiming in on? Well, he was basically saying that, um, uh, quote, it's pretty clear who was involved in the video decoding scheme, when it started, how often it happened, and basically how it ended. Uh, also, it's pretty clear who wasn't involved. And I don't know why that information, that evidence, wasn't discussed in the ruling, wasn't used. The people who were involved that didn't leave naturally to go to other teams are all still employed by the Astros. In fact, one of the people who was uh, intimately involved, I had demoted from a position in the clubhouse to a position somewhere else. And after I was fired, he was promoted back into the clubhouse. So none of those people faced any repercussions. They weren't discussed in the report, but the evidence is all there that they were involved. So Jeff Lunell, who is now eligible to be reinstated, is saying what he said before, and that is, is that he didn't know about it. We know that Jim Crane fired him and A.J. Hinch right after they got suspended. But Luno also, when talking with KPRC-TV, said that he met with Manfred at Major League Headquarters in New York after receiving the letter detailing the accusations against him. So <clears throat> Luno said he got together a huge, lengthy binder which contained lots of emails plenty of documents, and also a lot of testimony, too, to counter the allegations. And then Luno said, I would like a lie detector test administered to me. So here's the quote from Luno. 
He turned down my offer to do a polygraph test. I don't know how much of the 150-page binder he read, but none of it made its way into the final report. So frankly, he had his mind made up. He was going to punish me. There was nowhere else to go. He was going to punish AJ as well. And AJ admitted that he knew. They found something that they believe is evidence. It's not. I refuted it very quickly and thoroughly, but it was enough for them to feel good about suspending me. Um, I don't know Jeff Luno. I've told the story before about how when he was GM of the Astros, I was doing, when I was doing pre and post game for the A's, we would, I would actually do my show in the visiting GM booth. And it is a tiny little booth, which is on the level of the press box. It's, it's actually right down in between the press box and Diamond Vision. And it's just a little booth with a TV, two levels with three chairs. And so I would go to the little upper level, which is like, you know, four or five steps up. And I'd be my own engineer. I have to, it was either me or Townie. We would lock up all the equipment in the Coliseum. We would get it out. I'd have to set up everything. So <laughs> if there was a problem with anything audio, I might be able to get Mike Baird to come over. But I was my own engineer. So I'm setting everything up. And usually the visiting GM did not sit in that booth. Because they wanted to be in a luxury box. Or they wanted to be, you know, it's just, it's very lonely up there. Now, some did when Billy Upler was with the Angels. He was always up there. Dave Dombrowski would always be like, why are you kicking me out? I go, well, it's actually the game's over. I have to do a pregame, a postgame show. And Dave Dombrowski wasn't a jerk, but he was always like, well, this is my booth. I'm like, I know, but it's both of our booths. But one time um, I came in and Luno, I start setting up and Luno goes, I'll be real quiet. Um, can I stay? And I go, yeah, sure. And then... So we started talking, and he goes, yeah, I used to work for a startup in Emeryville, and I used to come to A's games all the time. I was like, oh, really? And then I had some sports writer, beat writer, who was going to be my pregame guest. And I had a stick mic that I could plug into the switcher, a little mixer there. And I said, do you, uh, you want to be my guest on the show? He goes, yeah. I go, are you sure? Sure. I go, let me plug in this mic. And then I told the producer back in the studio, yeah, tell our guests we're not <laughs> we're not having them. But at that time they were the Lastros and they were the laughing stock. Um, he he struck me, Jeff Luno, as you know a pretty good guy. You know I I don't I'm sure people said that about Ted Bundy too, and I'm not comparing him to Ted Bundy, but just the fact of the matter is he seemed like a pretty good guy. So when I read this thing about how I put 150 pages together to say that I didn't do it. And they made up their mind, I'm getting punished anyway. Well, the thing is, I think a lot of people out there might believe Jeff Luno, but also believe that he should be punished. Because there's the old adage of, you still should know what's going on under your roof, and you should, the buck stops with you. And almost like, you're getting punished because, because you didn't know about it. Like, what are you doing here? How can you not know about it? Jim Crane said he didn't know about it. And I believe it. <clears throat> um, Jim Crane told me one time, as I said, the only owner I had a cocktail with uh, twice, he said that uh, he offered Dallas Keuchel 
I'll sign you a check right now for five thousand dollars to save, shave off that ridiculous beard. And he said, Keiko was like, uh, I can't do it. <laughs> and that's <laughs> when you know. It's sort of like these these companies that hire uh, spokesmen for for ED, but then say they don't need it. I had Eric Roberts on this show saying, I don't need it. Ding dong's fine, but if you need it, like how much, you know, Snoop Dogg, what was that thing for? Four hymns? He goes, I ain't got erectile dysfunction, but if you do, take this. I'm sure they cut him a check for a million dollars. If you give me a million dollars, I will go on and on every segment about my malady, <laughs> my erectile dysfunction. <laughs> These spokesmen, my favorite ever, though, just as an aside, was Danny Green, the NBA player. We had been having these athletes and to talk about this certain type of uh, sports water. And I'd always at the end go, so we have so many choices at convenience stores behind the glass. There's just tons of stuff. Why should we pick your water? And I was always like, oh, because our water has electrolytes and is decantered and filtered in the Swiss Alps, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I don't know. Just drink it. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's fantastic. But anyway, Luno wants another job. And... Whoever hires him will face about 10 minutes of backlash. Because I think we all, I don't know, I think we think that he got punished. You know what I mean? It's one thing for Correa and Bregman and Altuve to be like, we're very sorry, we're embarrassed. Okay, play ball. Wait, what? You still have your World Series rings? Oh, yeah. And you kept all your money from winning the World Series? Oh, I've already spent it. Okay, Luno got fired and was out of a job for a year at something he does very well, when there was no proof that he even did it. He's not one of the players. So, like I said, I understand the buck stops here, but I think the fact that he was punished and he served his time, that the backlash will be about five minutes. Someone's like, we're hiring Jeff Luno to be our GM. Oh my gosh, look at all the names the Tittle just mentioned. Billy Owens and all these other guys, and you're hiring Jeff Luna? Yeah, we're hiring Jeff Luna. As I said, when this when the St. Louis Cardinals hired him to run the scouting department, they won the World Series. He provided Tony Larusa with so many good draft picks, so many good. Mazeliak was doing the free agent signing. They hired him in Houston. Jim Crane knew they would suck for a few years, but they would compile these top draft choices, and he made some mistakes. J.D. Martinez. Singleton, some other guys, uh, Brady Aiken, but they got their ring. They got their ring. And if you hire him, I think you're getting a fantastic GM. I would love to see the A's bring in Jeff Luno and replace David Forrest with him. Now, of course, though I mentioned that to A's fans, they'd be like, well, they would riot in the streets and we love David Forrest. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Why wouldn't you bring in one of the top guys who has proven he can do it because of the stain? And now, like I said, he did his time and no one cares anymore. It's like Andy Pettit, you know, you roided up piece of crap. Yeah, I took roids. Oh, you did? Okay, we love you again. Wait, what happened? He admitted it. We love you again. Okay. We'd be like Roger Clemens. That was for my wife. It's for your wife. All right, sounds good. I'm Rick Tittle. Take a quick break. Come on back. 
If your home service business is not at the top of Google Maps, winningreviews.com is here to help. You need to be careful when working on your Google My Business profile, which is what shows up on Google Maps. One mistake, and you'll be on page two. Winningreviews.com offers a workshop to teach you how to get to the top of Google Maps. Don't let your competition have that top spot. Check out winningreviews.com and get to the top of Google Maps. Go to winningreviews.com. That's winningreviews.com. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, there's a lot of meetups, eat-ups, and hurry-ups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. See full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. That sounds very, uh, I don't know, aggressive, or as aggro as the kids would say. 
Welcome back to the show, and uh, this is Sports Talk in its most pure and unadulterated form. person on a mic and a person on the phone. I'll be the person on the mic. You be the boy and I'll be the girl. Um, <laughs> what was that all about? There, uh, the NFL trade deadline, as we look to it, um, which is coming pretty soon now, on November 3rd always the Tuesday after week eight. And I was reading an article by Cody Benjamin, who is an NFL writer for CBS Sports. And they had, uh, you know, these are the trades that have to get done. So this is, you know, a purely sports talk type of, uh, you know, segment. Nothing says that this is going to be happen, but, you know, just... Where can teams make improvements? And normally I don't get into these hypothetical dealios, but there was one that I saw that said the Raiders should trade. That's my team. The Raiders should trade their first-round pick for Julio Jones. Now, we know the Raiders have been looking for a number one guy since, really, Tim Brown left. And they thought they had that last year in Antonio Brown. And he was the antithesis of that. Um, they went on, they got Henry Ruggs in the first round. And it was nice to see him against Kansas City catch a ball and be gone. It's kind of like that Tyreek Hill type of guy, which is nice. But to have a bona fide, nearly uncoverable playmaker with zero off the field antics would be a guy like Jones. Now, you might say, why would the Falcons do that? Well, Rich McKay in Atlanta has already said, we're not going to auction off our assets. It's not going to happen. But the thing is, is that the Falcons are going nowhere. And Julio Jones is 31 years old with a pretty big list of injuries in his career. When are they ever going to compete? He is owed for next season, the season after that, and the season after that. Three more years, $61.5 million. And with Calvin Ridley, the youngster, emerging, that maybe this would be something that the Falcons would think about. If you're the Raiders, do you give up a first-round pick for for Julio Jones? Yes. (laughs) He's not a rental He'd be there for three and a half years, and that's a lot of cash. But when I look around and you see the Raiders throwing the ball to, you know, a a draft pick and Brian Edwards from this year and a draft pick from last year and Hunter Renfro and the kid Ruggs I just drafted. I mean, they're, they're desperate. They gave Ty Williams all this money. He's out for the season. So as much as I hate sitting out the first round, fact that you get Julio Jones for three and a half years, and even though he's not 26 anymore, I do that. Do the Falcons do that? What would Matty Ice say about that? Well, how long is Matty Ice going to keep playing? So that's one that's intriguing. There's another one that have the Packers trading for A.J. Green. Now, A.J. Green, on his day when he was healthy, was one of the best receivers. 
in football. Uh, Benjamin, Cody Benjamin says that the Bengals could get him for a fourth round pick. Uh, I don't believe that's true. But the Bengals and Mike Brown, they usually refuse to deal their top trade chips. And so I don't think that if they do deal him, you're going to get him for a fourth round pick. Remember, Mike Brown was the guy who said, I'm perfectly happy with letting Carson Palmer's career melt away. Because Carson Palmer's like, I'm not showing up. And he's like, well, you're under contract. And he's like, I'm not showing up. Okay, well, lift weights in your garage in L.A. See ya. And it's only because Hugh Jackson stepped in right when Al passed away. He had a relationship with Mr. Brown. And he and Amy Trask fashioned that trade for a one and a two. It's almost two ones. Well, if Green Bay takes a swing at looking at A.J. Green... Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers is doing pretty well with Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard. But if they wanted to go for another run, here's the thing. A.J. Green is going to be a rental. And you think, let's just get something for him before he leaves. But still, Mike Brown is a different type of guy. Um, another scenario is that the Patriots are going to trade for Zach Ertz, the tight end from the Eagles. And the Eagles and the Patriots do like to have trades with each other, as we've seen over the, uh, the years. But the Patriots need a Gronk replacement. They need a Brady replacement, <laughs> too. Even though uh, Ertz, Ertz and Wentz, how about that? The Z brothers. Um, but uh, this is, I don't know. Would that make a big difference for the Patriots? I don't know. Would it make a big difference for the, the Eagles? He's saying trade it, um, trade straight up for Zach Ertz for Joe Booney, the, the guard, who's 27 years old. Another one, Browns. Uh, he said the Vikings could uh, get a fourth-round pick for safety Anthony Harris. Like any type of scenario that would improve that defense right now is going to get a, but you know. At this point, do you think that uh, the, uh, the, you know, look, the Browns want to make a move for it so I could see it. And if you're the the Vikings, I mean, you might be able to wave the white or purple flag right now. The Saints trading with Washington to get Ryan Kerrigan, the defensive end. He says you could get him for a fourth-round pick. Um, the Ravens trading for Lions wide receiver Marvin Jones for a sixth-round pick. I don't know. What can you expect out of Jones, Jones in this point of, of his career? Because, I mean, Lamar Jackson, I guess, needs somebody other than Marquise Brown at wide receiver right now. But, I don't know, that could be one. The Cardinals trading for David Joku, he said for a fifth-round pick. When Cleveland had three first-round picks, remember, and it's like, we got to get it right, we got to get it right third of those first round picks was David Joku at that time and of course the guy that drafted him is not there anymore but what the Browns what the Browns paid Austin Hooper who isn't racking up any numbers as Baker Mayfield's first choice tight end to throw from what is the what is the deal with Joku at this point do they really need him out of the U probably not but would Kyler Murray like him in uh, Arizona? By the way, did you see the play last night where Kyler Murray tossed the ball to himself? 
against Dallas. He faked a handoff. He actually flipped the ball up in the air to himself with his back turned to the line of scrimmage. I don't know what he did that for. I'm sure it was designed that way. But I would just say to the offensive coordinator, don't do that anymore. <laughs> don't, don't let the ball leave the player's hands. And then some other ones, Bills trading for Saints defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins to get a fifth-round pick. Steelers trading for the Jets linebacker Avery Williamson for a fifth-round pick. And then the Bears trading for the Falcons guard James Carpenter for the fourth-round pick. And these are just things when you see stop gaps where James Daniels is banged up and just the mere fact that Nick Foles and the Bears are 5-1 and one makes them legitimate players right now. But looking overall at the NFL, and they have these um, power rankings, you know, who are the top 10 teams in football? And you really have a choice between the Steelers or the Seahawks for number one right now. now a lot of you still might believe, uh, well, the Titans are 5-0, and uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens only have one loss, and they're fantastic, and they were in the AFC, uh, AFC Championship game right now. But I think the Steelers being dominant against the Browns is more impressive than you might think because the Steelers beating the Browns at Heinz Field is a whole hummer. It's like death and taxes. The sun's going to rise in the east and set in the west. I mean, it's just that's just the way it is, right? Rise in the west, set in the east. Um, but Cleveland has no pushover. That's actually a little bit better. The one that I'm wait, really waiting to see is with the Seahawks coming off their bye week, and they're at Arizona. And then Arizona has a real chance to put their stamp on not just the NFC West, but really all of the NFL. And the Seahawks have a great chance to say, hey, you up-and-comers, Kingsbury, Murray, you're fun to watch, but it ain't your time yet. So you know, the fact that the Chiefs went up to Buffalo and pounded the football, which is something you don't expect from them, I think they'll get back to chucking it around. The Ravens, 5-1, and one, heading into their bye week. And you could really say about the Ravens that they have not played their best. They just haven't. They haven't had one game where they were just clicking on all cylinders, and they're 5-1. and one. But I want to see the Titans-Steelers game because this is really going to be the, the game of the week with both teams at... Uh, Five and zero. So those are basically the top five teams right now: the Steelers, Seahawks, Chiefs, Ravens, and Titans. And then you get to the next tier. And do you believe in the Bears? Do you give them props? Well, your record says what you are at five and one. You got to give them some props. The Packers and the Bills and the Browns, the Bucks. Are you a believer? I mean, the Rams are four and two, and they looked completely listless against San Francisco. The Colts are 4-2. No one's talking about them. The Cardinals are 4-2. Fun to watch. <laughs> but teams that are 3-2, the winning teams, like the Saints and the Raiders, mm, no, these are teams on the outside looking at wild card spots maybe, even though the Saints probably still won that division, I think. And then you get into teams that are at 500 like the Panthers and the Dolphins and the Niners. Um, I think the Niners have a real shot to move forward as long as they don't go back to their doldrums again. 
But the Patriots at two and three, people say, oh, they lost to the Broncos at home. That's just a blip. That's not a blip. That's a blemish. So the worst team in football, obviously, is the Jets. And Adam Gase has really no prospects of getting any better. And I didn't like that quarterback they drafted. I didn't like the head coach that they hired. The only thing teams like the Giants and the Jags and the Texans can say is at least we're not them. If you're the Bengals, you can say, hey, we stunk, but we got Joe Burrow and things are looking up for the future. But what if you say if you're the Vikings? We have all this money in Kirk Cousins. We don't even like him anymore. Oh, yes, and our defense sucks. <laughs> At least you're, if you're the Falcons, you're like, well, the Dan Quinn is there, era is over, and now are we going to trade everybody or are we going to still try to build a way from this older core that really should have brought us a Super Bowl victory? All these questions need to be answered. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Get on back on Byline. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. 
Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 Four two six twenty three zero one. I joined the army because my father and my brother were in the army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one. <laughs> Tittle always goes commando. Hey, thank you for that. And we still have another hour to go, and the lines are free and clear if you'd like. Um, you know, it, it's one thing to, to be a, um, a bad team or a good team, but a lot of people, we, we get into stats sometimes, and people might look at the Buffalo Bills and say, wow, their point differential is a negative 12. How could they be in first place? My answer is, well, that's interesting to hear, and that obviously the defense is giving up more than the offense scores, but who cares? But then you get to a stat that just cannot be denied. Like if you look at these last place teams, Atlanta is a minus 22, Minnesota is a minus 37, the Chargers are a minus 15, Cincinnati is a minus 28. The Jets are minus 110. <laughs> they have scored 75, and they have given up 185. In fact, they are the only team that is not in triple digits with points scored in six games. They are barely averaging more than 11 points a game. <laughs> it's just not laughing to be cruel, but I can't help it. you got another hour. Come on back. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The Senate will return in session despite an effort from the minority leader to adjourn until after the election. Republicans shot down Chuck Schumer's request to stop work until November 9th. 
That would have pushed Amy Coney Barrett's Supreme Court confirmation until after the presidential contest. Expected on the Senate floor today, Senate Majority Leader from Kentucky Mitch McConnell reintroducing a skinny stimulus package. A half a trillion dollars of good that Congress can do right now through programs that Democrats do not even say they oppose. Democrats have already voted down a similar package earlier this year, and for the sixth consecutive year, Chicago has topped the list of the rattiest cities in the United States, according to Orkin. You're listening to USA Radio News. This is sponsored by Amazon. Shoppers, no need to wait until Black Friday or Cyber Monday this year to score incredible holiday savings. Head to Amazon to find all of this year's hottest gifts and holiday needs and save big with new deals dropping daily. Starting right now with Amazon's Holiday Dash Deals event. You'll find great deals on must-have holiday gifts, including toys, electronics, fashion, home, and kitchen items and more. Plus, with Amazon's biggest ever selection of gift guides available earlier than ever before, you'll find even more gift ideas for everyone in your life at any budget. Elizabeth Gordon, Amazon, says... We're making it easy for all Amazon customers to get their holiday shopping done early this year and still save big. Don't risk the rush. Shop epic deals now and beat the holiday bustle. Need some more inspiration? You can easily ask Alexa. Just say, Alexa, give me gift ideas under $50 or Alexa, give me holiday gift ideas. Now get your gift lists ready and visit Amazon.com slash Holiday Dash for more information. The Republican-led Senate Judiciary Committee on Monday postponed plans to vote on subpoenas to compel the CEOs of Twitter and Facebook to testify on allegations of anti-conservative bias after some panel Republicans expressed reservation about the maneuver. Republicans on the committee say they do still want to hear testimony from both Dorsey and Zuckerberg. President Trump spending his Monday in the battleground state of Arizona. The president won Arizona in 2016, but is currently trailing former Vice President Joe Biden in the state by about three percentage points. As far as if President Trump will hold on to Arizona and carry it again in 2020, these voters telling Fox News. I, I just like what's happened with the country in the last four years. I think that he's gotten a bum rap in the press. I think that our president now is not doing his best job at taking one responsibility for the things that he says. You're listening to USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here's some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. The Trump campaign has long rejected national polls showing former Vice President Joe Biden ahead of the president by double digits. But now the Biden campaign is agreeing. During a grassroots summit, Biden campaign manager Jen O'Malley Dillon saying, please take the fact we are not ahead by double digits. These are inflated national public polling numbers. Biden surrogate, Democratic Senator from Delaware, Chris Coons, agrees. We shouldn't take anything for granted in these last few weeks, uh, and it is still possible for President Trump to win re-election. Coons speaking there on CNN. The beautiful drink for beautiful people will be no more. 
Coca-Cola has announced it'll discontinue its original diet soda tab by the end of 2020. Many food and beverage companies are cutting back on products during the pandemic to make operations more efficient. However, Coke says its beverage overhaul was underway before COVID. The pandemic just prompted the company to fast track. Tab was first introduced back in 1963 and paved the way for Diet Coke and Coke Zero Sugar. Tab's popularity screeched to an almost halt when Diet Coke came on the scene in 1980. But the company kept the brand alive for devotees or those that won't fix what ain't broke. For USA Radio News, I'm Val Dior. The Rays and Dodgers open the World Series tonight. First pitch in Arlington, Texas, set for just after 8 o'clock Eastern Time. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. that and welcome back to the show Rick Tittle with you you know it's funny I was just talking about potential trades and maybe AJ Green moving on from Cincinnati but just in the last hour uh, Mike Roffalo NFL.com is reporting that Bengals wide receiver John Ross is requesting a trade remember him coming out of UW the fastest guy at the combine the former number nine overall pick and <clears throat> he didn't uh, he played one snap last week? He's been a healthy scratch in other games. As a rookie, he only played in one game when he was hurt. But if you look at last season, in week one against Seattle, that was the game the Bengals almost won, and it looked like at that point the Bengals were going to be a good po- a team. I want to say they went into overtime at Seattle and lost in week one. But he went crazy playing in his hometown. Then in week two, against the 49ers, he went over 100 yards. Um, and he looked like he was finally showing the, the promise of being a top 10 pick. Then he missed all of October and all of November due to injuries. And I guess the Bengals have washed their hands of him because they won't even play him anymore now that he's healthy. So he would like to leave. Whenever guys uh, uh, you know, play, I, you know, I get it. 
And this isn't like some pouty thing. Just like you have no interest in me. You go somewhere where they have an interest in. And um, I can think of a few places that would want a super fast wide receiver. The only question is, can you get it done? Um, you, know, you look at a guy like Pettis with the 49ers, another UW guy, who's super fast. Is there something wrong with those Husky wide receivers when they translate? No, I don't think so. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call this full hour. is just for your calls. Let's lap my gums. Come on in and help me save my voice, save Ferris. Uh, big shout out to Shoops listening on American Forces Radio Network. As always, worldwide, you're doing a great job. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Good night. there's a lot of meetups, eatups, and hurryups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. And see full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low cost airlines. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. That's 800 754 4531. Cleanings, checkups, and cavities? Have Dr. Chang's dental practice at capacity. Patient in room one is getting a root canal. The x-rays in room two are going to have to wait. We're down to one hygienist. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. 
Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you for that. We have World Series game number one today. Yeah, that's right. When is it? Today. We're going to get down, get it down, get it up, get it down, get down on it, get down on it. Um, yesterday, I took a really deep look into how the Tampa Bay Rays were built. And I'd like to do that with L.A. Because... You think about, well, this is a team that just buys its players. But think about this. The Rays have five guys that they drafted on their team. The Dodgers have 10. So I think that's a surprising stat. At least it is for me. I just figured these big money teams go out and they just buy their guys. But it shows you what an amazing job that Friedman and, at the time, Zaidi and co. have done. But first, let's go to the phone lines, and let's go out to Manhattan. Charlie, what's up, man? Hey, Rick, before you uh, jump into baseball in the World Series, I just wanted to uh, you, uh, follow up on some of the football stuff you were talking about. Um, I, being in New York, you know, the Jets are they're talking about completely gutting that team. And for some reason, and I, and I don't know if they're, whether smoke is fire, but it seems like there's uh, something floated that the, the Jets are trying to trade Quinnen Williams and that the Raiders, I don't know if they were interested or not, but what would you be willing to give up for that guy? Not a number one, I don't think, but he was a number one pick only a few years ago. He's 22 years old. Um, coming out of college, he had a, you know, a lot of talk about him. I don't know how he's done in the pros. I don't think his stand has stood out much. But would you, uh, uh, what would you give up if you're if, uh, the G- if you're May Mayock? And uh, well, just- <clears throat> no, you're right. I would not, even though he was, you know, a, a top three pick or whatever. And you're right; he's only 22. Um, if you asked me this in September when he had that game where he had two sacks and it looked like he was on his way. And then a couple of weeks later, he has this felony weapons charge against him. Yeah. 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 That got dropped. And then ever since then, his, what is hamstring? It always seems like he's, he's hurt. Yeah. So nah, yeah. I'm, I'm not interested unless it's, you know, I'm not even going to give you a second round for him and that's not going to get it done. The Jets need to save face. So I don't see it happening. Yeah, no. And also another, another name I keep hearing as I read about the Raiders is Carlos Dunlap from the uh, Bengals. He has ties to Gunther. He's a little older. Um, I don't know what you'd have to give up for him. Probably not much. I mean, I think he might be a nice addition. Uh, if they could pick up another piece for their defense, you know, before the, you know, before the trading deadline, very, very few trades obviously happen in football, as you know. And so, but I don't think it would hurt them if they can add a piece, um, you know, stuff. Like no, that I mean, line. listen, if they could get him for, you know, a, a fifth round pick, he's, he's, I think his whole career has been with the, the Bengals, Bengals yeah. but. You know, this is a guy who was a pro bowler. It's, I know it's been a while since he's been a pro bowler, but yeah, if you could add a guy like that onto your 
defensive line and because the Raiders are still aching for pass rushers and no, I know, uh, I know. Yeah. Absolutely. And on uh, one last and uh, unrelated but football note, I just read that their Dolphins are going to start Tua in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I think they have a bye. Uh, what, what are your what's your take on that? You think just Dolphins are still what are they two and three? So they're sort of I guess they're just Fitzpatrick hasn't played terribly, but I guess they want to get to the future now. Um, I'm I'm for it, but I'm not a Dolphins fan. But he is the future, and to let him sit there and let Fitzpatrick continue to play well, yeah, maybe you can get to the playoffs this year. It is controversial because you know he's been playing well, but and it's very surprising because you usually don't see something like this this happen. But you know, it, I, I think it's probably the right thing to do. So we'll yeah, find out. I mean, yeah, the Dolphins aren't, you know, what are they going to go, 8-8, eight and eight maybe? Yeah, so I can see either way. But anyway, Eric, that's all I got for today. I'll keep listening. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Charlie. I appreciate it. It's Charlie out there in New York. Yeah, it's kind of a 180 that uh, Adam Schefter reported this morning that who is in. Well, <clears throat> you could say, isn't the plan to win? Yeah, but the plan was to win for a long time. And the plan to win was actually plan B, because the first plan was to start to attack Valoa. And this is why he was the third overall pick, where's the number one? It's just that he was hurt, so Brian Fitzpatrick played. And then Tua got better, and Brian Flores said, look, he's he's not ready yet, and, and Tua's like, you know, he's being a good teammate, he didn't complain or anything. But you have to look at yourself at three and three and say, okay, what do we do? What if, you know, Fitzpatrick's a big guy. He's a guy who um, very much uh, knows uh, his place in the league, but he's not the type of guy that's going to go out there and get banged up. So what, what is the plan? What you're doing is you're taking your future and you're, you're pushing it back. It's like the guy who says, hey, let's get married next year. And then the girl waits a year, and then he's like, I'm not really in a good place right now with my job. The economy is kind of down right now. You know what, the election, you know, it's just like you're just putting it off. And maybe you're having a good time with the guy, and so you don't mind putting it off. But yeah, Tagovailoa, is the, he's the guy. So Ryan Patrick did a great job. He led the team to a 3-3 three and three record. That's the most you could ever want out of an old backup quarterback, is to have him go 500. Once in a while, you get super lucky and you in a Nick Foles situation. But for the most part, that is the best case scenario, is that he keeps your team at 500, which means he keeps your team, well, obviously, with a chance to get to the playoffs, too. So, But you, you can't take your whole future and just say, all right, Tua, you, you learn for a little bit longer. I mean, when the Niners, Jim Harbaugh, moved up, in the second round to make sure that Al Davis did not get Colin Kaepernick in the second round. The Niners had Alex Smith, who was, you you think about how heroic he was in that playoff game against the Saints, running like he did for Urban Meyer with the Utes back in the old spread offense, and the reason why he was the number one overall pick. But he got a little banged up, and Harbaugh said, yeah, Alex is hurt, so too is the, I mean, uh, so Kaepernick's the guy. Alex Smith said, what? feel fine. No, you're hurt. And it's because they wanted to get to the kid. 
Now, what if Aaron Rodgers got a concussion? Yep, Jordan Love. Wait, what? I don't, I don't see that happening there. I just don't. I don't see that happening in, uh, you know, New Orleans. Well, Jameis Winston's the guy. No, Jameis Winston isn't the young guy that they feel great about. The fact that the Packers got lucky when Aaron Rodgers fell into their lap when they didn't need him is not the Jordan Love scenario because the Packers traded up to get Jordan Love. He didn't just land in their laps like Crabtree with the Niners. I mean, sometimes you, uh, we didn't think he'd be there, so I guess we have to take him now. The whole plan, remember, Tua, had he not been hurt, was going to be the number one overall pick, but he got hurt, and then Joe Burrow basically reinvented the quarterback position, you know, the greatest season a quarterback's ever had in college football. And, you know, taller, and, uh, you know, you could see why he's the guy. And then the Vikings passed on Tua because they had Dwayne Haskins. They took Chase Young, who was supposed to be, you know, one of the Bosa brothers. And so there's Tua with Miami, and it's like, well, he's hurt. We'll just have this guy hold. Well, Fitzpatrick has done his job. He minded the store. He swept up. He kept it clean. It didn't get robbed. And now it's Tua's time to play. You go, but they're winning. Not really. They're three and three. Don't cry about it. If I'm a Dolphins fan, I'm pretty excited, but I'm not. I'm Rick Tittle. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. Come on back on Byland. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721-855-715-5721-855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. 
877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl- flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. Tittle is a majestic stallion. Ah, so majestic, I can't stand it. Welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us. And lines are wide open at 1-800-878-PLAY. Appreciate the time you take to call me up. Save my sweet, pretty voice. You know what? It's um, it's funny sometimes when I order stuff on Amazon and you track. You wonder where it is sometimes. So this jacket I ordered on October 8th, and it says that it would arrive on November 20th. So, you know, you're, look, <laughs> you're looking at five weeks, and I thought, I don't care. It's hot right now. I don't need it. And then there's a good deal, and I like it, and I think I like it. So I order it, um, knowing that it would take five weeks, and it was from China. And so... For it to take five weeks obviously means that they're going to find the very slowest boat they can find and then have it sit on the dock for, I don't know, a month before they put it on that boat. But the reason I bring it up is that the service that's going to deliver it is called Yun Express, the Chinese outfit, Y-U-N. And I don't have any beef with them except for their name. You can't call yourself express if it takes five weeks unless the regular yun takes six months if that's true then it is yun express but i think the pony express was shorter than five weeks (laughs) and there are certain places do you know that there's a restaurant in pollock pines which is an old Pony Express stop. It's actually pretty cool. It's called Sportsman's Hall. 
I recommend it drop by for a drink or dinner. All right, let's go to the East Bay, and we have Vince on the line. How you doing, Vince? All right. You know, one of the Pony Express's one Lafayette is that uh, old Roundup. Roundup. That? That's where I have sung many a, many a karaoke song. Yeah, they have that. that they have a little thing out there in front where it said, used to be a Pony Express stop. <laughs> yep. So most people miss it, but if you go there during a day, they had like a big celebration in Lafayette with uh, all the horses and stuff celebrating that, that stop. So it's pretty, they put it in the Chamber of Commerce, but that was last year before all this stuff happened. That's not why I was calling. I was uh, letting you know that, um, uh, what do you call the um, the Warriors? I was, I mean, it looks like every day or almost every day, they're having a different pick on who they think is going to pick. And they, I read the Bleachers report. They had, like, the top five uh, players in each position. Um, the USC center got number one. Um, that guy, Poole, got number two. And uh, Wiseman got three for that position. The, the other guys are pretty, you know, like uh, Ball got number one for point guard. Anthony Edwards got number two for um, small, you know, the smaller guard, you know, whatever they call that. And then the third, you know, so they were ranking them pretty close to where they were. And that was because – I heard, of, um, according to Bleachers report, the Warriors don't want to spend a lot of money on it. Because I guess you spend a lot of money to hire you up, you go on a draft pick. Do you think that USC center would be a good fit for the Warriors? Or do you think he's going to be a good player? Or do you think he's just one of those guys you never know? That turns out to be just like an average average Joe. I mean, he's supposed to be really good defensively. I don't. Skilled. Yeah, I, I don't have a real good feel uh, I, I I would be lying if I told you I poured over the film uh, for college basketball this year. That the guy you're talking about is Onyeka Okongwu. Yeah, and I couldn't pronounce his name. This That's is a guy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he's supposed to be a six foot nine defensive menace. But here's the thing: right. he's not going to play center in the NBA at six foot nine. Who else is six foot nine? Draymond. So where where does he fit with our team right now? And the answer is nowhere. I, I we already have a guy like that. So I I wouldn't lean towards a six foot nine college center. Well, I mean the six nine. I mean I don't know. I I don't know if you really need to be. I guess you kind of when you play the Lakers, it's nice to have one big guy there. But the other guy, the Wiseman, he's taller, but he's skinnier than a rail. I mean, you put him up against LeBron, he'll just like he won't even be there. He'll just push him away. I mean, he wouldn't have a chance. That's what I'm saying. That, that's why. I, oh, I he'd he'd have to bulk up. He'd have to bulk up. But you know, he is 250 pounds. He's seven foot one. It's not like he's Sean Bradley skinny. Yeah, well, he looks skinny compared. To, but everybody looks skinny compared to LeBron. I mean, LeBron looks like a uh, like a like a locomotive train or whatever. He's he's, yeah, he's he probably looks like a linebacker. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's probably the best player in the NBA. I, I can't stand him because he goes against the Warriors. And he stole one of our NBA's championships when he uh, stopped St- Steph Curry from hitting that layup. I mean, I'm still mad at him for that. You know, everybody blames Green, but we still had Green, and everybody for this Game 7 at home still should have won that one. But I I don't know. That that one still bugs me. So, the, I mean, the, the other one is uh, I was reading the same report, a Bleacher's report, that they're leaning on that um, – that, um, I guess he's he's smaller. He's like a, a power forward or um, small forward. That's a guy from Israel. And I know the Warriors, for a fact, did fly to Israel and watch him play. He's the only player that you could actually watch play. And um, is there any – I mean, that's the other question. Do you think 
they would they would actually spend a number two pick on that, or do you think they would go down and then draft? Because rumors have it they the Knicks could trade with the um, Warriors, but they're offering like a late first round. There's no way if I was the Warriors, I would do that. I would tell them to go fish. You know, like the uh, Clippers pick or the Lakers um, pick. If the if the that. yeah, if the way you're talking about Denny Abdija, if if the yeah. if the Warriors took him at two. It's because they're, and he's also 6'9", but he's kind of a point forward because he has such great ball handling skills. But the reason they would take him is they believe that he will be a star player. Anyone else they take outside of maybe Wiseman will be a pick that they're going to look to trade either draft night or in a year. So if they take LaMelo Ball, they're not taking him for them. It would be a D'Angelo Russell thing at best. He'd probably stick around for a year and then they'd trade him. So... If they do go down, I mean, right now that Denny Avdija, he's now a top five pick. He's really right, risen that, up. So let's right, say he's mocked at four eight. or five. To take him at two wouldn't be a disastrous stretch. Because yeah, they said if they go to eight, they'll probably, he won't be there. That's what they're saying. That's what the Bleachers report said. Right. So that puts the Warriors in a pickle because they really like him. And I again... I don't know where they get these facts because every day I read different facts all the time. I mean, <laughs> for the Bleachers Report and everything else, because I'm not even sure if the Warriors really know because, unfortunately, you can't watch these guys play, which really stinks. I mean, you know, in the old days, the old days, like a year ago, you could actually have like a, a college championship and you could watch the guys play in a championship and see how they perform under pressure. I mean, that's a really kind of cool thing. I, kind of, I really missed that. I mean, then you would have seen how these players act, but – it's. I mean, the other guy that they're really interested, in, according to the Bleachers report, is Anthony Edwards, the number two. He's a two guard. Um, he could. You know, they're thinking him. He would be a really. So that, those are two players that they think they become stars. They think down the road is is Anthony Edwards and uh, the guy from Israel. Those are two players, and that USC player. They think he could become a star too. There are actually three that they're thinking. Everybody else well, is stretching ball. The bleacher, the bleacher report. I mean, listen, any of these guys could be a star. Toppin, Hayes, Halliburton, they could all be stars. The thing about Edwards is that he's a six-five shooting guard, and we already have a six-six shooting guard and Clay Thompson. But then we also have a lot of money in uh, Wiggins as a swingman. So, I mean, I guess you would think that he would be kind of a depth piece in his first year um i know i saw one mock that said that the charlotte hornets are in love with him and are willing to trade up from three to one and then just flip-flop with minnesota who would pick third i don't know if that's true or not i mean no one knows but anthony edwards is another guy who has potential and that's the thing when you draft 18 year olds hardly any of them are you know kevin garnett at 18 yeah no it's like that's I hate that because, I mean, you know that a lot of people – I mean, I was like 5'8", or now I'm 6'2". I mean, I, I was 4'11 my freshman year in high school. I mean, I, was, I kept growing. But then some of these guys keep growing, and some of these guys don't. So you, you get somebody – you think they're going to bulk out or whatever. You know, and that's why I said it's such a risky move. Usually it's uh, – I don't know. It, it just, I look at that. It's, uh, it's like, God, why can't we trade this number two trip – pick for the number two pick next year <laughs> until the NBA can we take a swap <laughs> I mean, because I look at that I go it's just so unfair you can't bring the players in I just think that stinks I wish the NBA would change that rule so you can bring in the players at least uh, I mean it doesn't even have to be one team at least maybe they should have like a bubble and have all like the top 
number one picks projected, which probably be about yeah. 44 well, there, players. These guys, there, isn't, there is plenty of film, and, and, you know, you can still, it's not like you can't have a conversation with them. There's still film. But anyway, we still have weeks until the draft. It's crazy. Vince, I got to run, but thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. One last question. Who do you think they'll, they'll wind up taking, if you were guessing, which everybody is? If they stay where they are, I think they'll probably yeah. take Wiseman. Uh, I'm uh, he's right. so skinny. Take call. care. All right, bye bye. I'm Rick Tittle. All right, thanks. Come on back. Cleanings, checkups, and cavities? Have Dr. Chang's dental practice at capacity. Patient in room one is getting a root canal. The x-rays in room two are going to have to wait. We're down to one hygienist. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851, Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy! If your home service business is not at the top of Google Maps, winningreviews.com is here to help. You need to be careful when working on your Google My Business profile, which is what shows up on Google Maps. One mistake, and you'll be on page two. Winningreviews.com offers a workshop to teach you how to get to the top of Google Maps. Don't let your competition have that top spot. Check out winningreviews.com and get to the top of Google Maps. Go to winningreviews.com. That's winningreviews.com. 
business heals all wounds. I mean, look at our relationship with Germany or Japan. Who can even remember what all the fuss was about? broke my heart but i still take you back you hella fine you hella fine girl welcome to the show rick tittle with you coast to coast and around the world um i was going to get into the dodgers and how they were built but uh i don't think i can do that in one segment i gotta get into the nitty-gritty so uh maybe we'll do that tomorrow when I have another hour of no calls. Anyway, I appreciate the calls, though. And the number to call is 1-800-878-PLAY. Uh, emails, uh, rick at sportsbyline.com. Email here from Chrissy saying, Rick, I've never told you. Oh, I've never met you. I've never told you, but I also like the Cowboys. Are they done? <laughs> well, the <clears throat> the Cowboys were a favorite over the Cardinals before last night, believe it or not, and then lost 38-10, to 10, and it wasn't even that close. Jack Prescott, obviously out for the season. Uh, Chrissy, it might be worse than you think, because even though they spent hundreds of millions of dollars on the offensive side of the ball, um, and Andy Dalton is a capable backup, but when he gets pressured, he kind of folds, and then the Cowboys fold, and they can't stop anyone from pressuring Dalton right now. The offensive line, which used to be the best in football just a few years ago, is done. And then you take Zach Martin, the pick that they took instead of Johnny Football out of Notre Dame, and all he's been is a all-pro guard since he's come in. He got a concussion. So, <clears throat> I mean, you look at the weapons before last week's game with Prescott and Zeke and Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup. But those weapons don't matter if Andy Dalton is laying on his back or running around or scared. There's 0.0% chance also of the uh, Cowboys stopping anybody on defense right now. I mean, <laughs> long-term, Dallas should probably be scared to what happens to the team because... The, you know, they paid Ezekiel uh, Elliott, who's now uh, fumbling more than he ever has. And, you know, they let Byron Jones go to Miami, and Jack Prescott was unpaid outside of his 31.5 mil for the, for the franchise tag. But I really think you saw Prescott's importance magnified last night. Now, Dalton was not the reason the Cowboys lost. I was just excoriating their lousy defense, right? But he just, he, you need a guy to elevate that offense. And, you know, if you put you or me a quarterback, would any of those weapons matter? No. And, of course, Andy Dalton's way better than us. But still, if you <clears throat> think about the, uh, the Jones family, um, 
looking forward and, and Stephen Jones has claimed Zach's a guy, Zach's a guy. Are they really going to give him $40 million a year? I mean, in a way, that game last night would have them say, yes, they will. Because they need him. And the Cowboys, as was reported on Sunday, will tag Prescott again. And Prescott, you know, without that guarantee for the long near deal, and, and then, uh, you know, Zeke Elliott is a massive salary cap weight, but he's supposed to be worth it. That means you basically have to use your entire draft, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, on defensive players next year. In, in six games, they've allowed 14 touchdown passes and 10 rushing touchdowns. That's in six games. 24 touchdowns. The last team to do that were the Niners in 05. And who was running defensive there? Mike Nolan. Ouch. Bad coincidence? Or is it more? And this doesn't even bring into the focus of Mike McCarthy's job. Because he was supposed to be the guy that was going to embrace analytics, believe it or not, even though he's not a kid. But it's very clear he's the same coach he was before. I mean, you kick a 58-yard field goal when you're down 25 points. Well, that makes it three-score game. But it basically kind of said that the Cowboys might be quitting. So, yeah, they got a long way to go. All right, let's go to the phone lines. We have our man, Armand. What's going on, buddy? Uh, talk about quitting. Uh, the A's really quitting that last game, didn't they? You predicted it. I'm sorry I was right, but they just get a little <laughs> intimidated, which is embarrassing. Yeah, well, I'll give respect to Laureano hitting the two home runs and giving them the early lead and then coming back to make it. Uh, what was it, four to four when he hit the second one or whatever it was. But, yeah, you know, they they got some soul searching to do. And so, uh, you know, when I watch that Dodger series, you know, it's so important to have a guy like Mookie Betts. That dude is a star, and that's what the mm -hmm. A's are missing. They're missing a star, somebody who can just make things happen because that guy gave them a lot of confidence. And I know Seager should have won the award, uh, because they had a hell of a series offensively. But when you look at every single catch he made in those three games, coming back three to one, uh, it was almost like, and I hate to say it, but with LeBron, you know, making the block on Iguodala on the fast break layup, uh, making plays to inspire a team. And every single play he made took away at least one run. And for a team that was on their way, like Atlanta, to winning that series, you know, that's deflating to them to make those kind of plays at that time. And it's inspiring to his team. And it, sometimes that momentum can swing just enough in your favor. And now they're playing in the World Series. But that that's pretty much what the A's are missing. They got to trade for a guy like that. Or we know they won't sign him, but they got to, or they got to have somebody that we don't know about in their minor league system that can be that. But they're clearly missing a star. And an ace, they got to get some better starting pitching because that was absolutely pathetic with that starting pitching. But moving on anyway, let's talk yeah. some basketball now. Uh, Wiseman, uh, to me, makes the most sense. We've talked about it before. There's talk that Minnesota may actually look at 
LaMelo Ball, if they don't like uh, Edwards. Um, what do you think the Warriors are going to do? Because uh, everybody's talking about how they like this Denny at Villa or whatever it is, now, however you pronounce it, or they may trade mm-hmm. now. I think, you know what, let's get back to developing some young talent. And next year they've got two first-round picks. The wings are supposed to be stronger. If you can't go get Giannis, I don't want nobody else in the trade. It's not worth it. Well, there are a lot of people who think that the Warriors are going to be drafting a guy for a different team or a guy who they're going to trade in a year, almost like a a D'Angelo Russell type of situation. And I think if they take a guy like LaMelo Ball, they'll be basically drafting, let him develop, and then deal him. If they do take Denny Avdija, I guess I, I don't know how you say it, this guy's yeah. um, six six foot nine point forward ball handler. If they take him, then that's because they believe that he is going to be um, a star. But I think if they sit at two, um, they'll take Wiseman. He's not a stick. He's seven one two fifty. He's only going to get stronger. They're going to get him in a, a real weight room and put some. Plus, yeah. he's going to grow. He's still a kid. Um, the Anthony Edwards thing, that's, that's a potential type of pick and, you know, he looks good, but you know, he's only played a year in college and he's still rough around the edges and he's very inaccurate. I just think that, you know, obviously Minnesota is not going to take Wiseman because he doesn't fit in with KAT there. So they'll probably take Edwards or ball, which means that Wiseman will be sitting at two if they want him. Yeah. And it's kind of funny uh, when I saw that they may take ball, and I kind of laughed at it, and then I thought, you know, it does make sense because he doesn't necessarily have to score as a point guard. You can have him play with Russell. Russell needs the ball, and he likes to score. LaMelo, if there's anything, excuse me, uh, yeah, no, that doesn't not get these balls com- confused. Lonzo, <laughs> if he's anything like his brother, where he can make a lot of plays and doesn't necessarily have to score as much, that might work well for them. Uh, so, yeah, I don't see them taking Wiseman either. To me, what Anthony Edwards on the Warriors is like, it, he really can't make that great of an impact because now if he's going to start, you're talking about doing a three-guard type of lineup like what Houston tried. I don't think you need to go that route. We got Anthony Davis. I believe the Lakers will keep him. Um, and with Wiseman, like you said, he's not a stiff I'm seeing this guy handle the ball a bit between his legs, behind his back. He's got a decent-looking jumper to where, you know, he can grow into a shooter. Uh, He may not be that right away, which is fine. But I think too much is being made of the Warriors having to win now because Steph, Clay, and Dre are all like at least 30 to 32 years old. And I think that's a mistake. Eventually got to look at the future. These guys are good enough to win now. So why not give them some young talent that can play well with them while they develop? And then you got to just go on free agency and make smart trades because it's really about that bench, Rick. I mean, the bench is awful. they got a couple guys like Pascal. Damian Lee was able to show he can make some shots. But you obviously ought to get stronger on that bench. So to me, it's Wiseman. And if you trade down, I don't know what the hell they can do because I don't know much about college basketball like I used to. But to me, he's got to be the guy. And it's about time they get somebody big and athletic that can actually do something with the ball. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, is that, I mean, if you take Edwards, he's a shooting guard, so he would have to spell clay. But if you go three guards, then you don't play um, 
uh, I was going to say Wiseman. Who's the, uh, <laughs> not Winslow, who's the guy we got from Minnesota um, uh, that Wiggins, we gave all the money it. to? Wiggins. Wiggins. <laughs> Thank you, Dominic. So Wiggins is a winger. So then you, you basically um, have, you know, then you'd have like a death lineup type of thing if they could make that work. But yeah. the only guy I think that would fit in, if they do love the guy from Israel at 6'9", because we don't really have a true small forward. I mean, we haven't had a small yeah. forward since Bernard King, practically. So I, <laughs> I would think that that would. I mean, yeah. there are, if they wanted to go defense, they could go Obi Toppin, who can. But you know, he's six nine, so he can't really play center. He'd be more yeah. like having two Draymonds out there. So that's why yeah. I don't think they're in love with anybody in this draft, and they might be looking at twenty twenty one. To make their move, so whoever they draft might get traded on draft night, and then might also get moved after that. But anyway, I got to run to a break, man. Thanks for the uh, draft talk. No problem. All right, that's Armand, and the lines are open if you want to squeeze it on in. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. 
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? I remember how it all began. I used to sing dirty rap to my East Side fans back then. I knew you couldn't stop this rap. No MC could rock like that. Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. Thank you for that. And um, in this 2020 sports season, as things get pushed around, and we're just talking about an NBA draft in November, the NFL um, uh, reportedly says that they will push the Super back into March if they have to. And that information was revealed by Packers president, Mark Murphy. It was during a uh, virtual pep rally the team had before they were playing the Bucks on Sunday. And during the interview, somebody said, what happens if we keep having postponements? And he said, we could move the Super Bowl back as far as four weeks. Obviously, we prefer not to do that. We do have that flexibility if we run into a number of outbreaks with different teams or if we have that kind of move we'll push the schedule back. Well, pushing it back four weeks. Look, the, the game is supposed to be February 7th at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. So you could push it back to Valentine's Day, the 21st, the 27th, or March 7th. For the game to be played in March, <clears throat> obviously the worst case scenario. But it's not something that can be ruled out. The problem for the NFL now is it has a total of 10 teams that have already had a bye this year, and if any of those teams are forced to postpone another game, then they're going to have to add a Week 18 to make it work. Week 18, the one thing they said they would never do. Well, they said they wouldn't do 18 games. But uh, Murphy said, uh, we decided to cancel the Pro Bowl. That was a fairly easy decision. That's held the week before the Super Bowl, so it would be very easy to move everything back and create an 18th week. All right. Sounds like it's easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy, Japanese-y. All right, thanks for tuning in. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pack time.
man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.